To go home happy. No! Oh my goodness gracious! It's all over here in Houston. Pack them up, but they're already home and send them home, mates. They are stunned here in Houston. Look at this again by Bielitsa. Oh man, step out to Sugarland, Texas. Reach up, knock it down. Ball game. Welcome to the Sack Lunch Podcast Hype Edition with Matt and Matt. Matt. Woo! It is late at night. Let's go! And we have to work tomorrow. Let's go! But we don't care because we are pumped right now. Too pumped to care. Super excited. My voice was already a little on the fritz because I'm a little under the weather and I totally wrecked it tonight after that shot. But... Like you said, I Worth do not it. care. Worth it, right? And, oh, yeah. Um, and I'd be doing it right now, too. But out of respect for you and your family, I know you have two kids asleep right now. And so I'm going to keep it to a low roar. Um, but I am beyond I, juice. I appreciate that. And I'm sure my wife appreciates that yeah. as well. Thanks, Emily, for having me over. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be one of those epic, like, where were you moments in history, right? So, so Matt, walk me <laughs> in through. History, yeah. yeah, in history. <laughs> Never forget. Well, this is a historic moment for, for the Kings. So, Matt, walk me through the Smith household tonight. Where were you at when this All right, when this had, shot went we had, in? Okay, so we had just finished dinner. We had the TV kind of angled so we could watch it during dinner. Um, I was standing up, and to be honest, I wasn't that optimistic because a lot of – I mean, there's only one second left. So, uh, you know, you, you're just hoping to get a shot up. Didn't know it was going to be that good of a shot. So when I did see that he – he had a, a, a wide open look. Granted, was like, it was from like sixty feet. It but, was, but, but Billy, it, but Billy he squared it up. Those. Yeah, he I shot know, it from Folsom or whatever. But he's got some range though, and he got to square it up and actually shoot yeah. it too. So he puts up, holding my breath, standing up. Roman's on the couch rooting for the Rockets, holding his breath. Boo! It goes in splash. I lose my mind. Goldine, my wife, had already... Uh, she had bailed. She bailed a little bit. She went to do the dishes. She It's one of those where it's like can't bear to watch moments, you know? Yeah, too nervous She'll to live off my reaction, almost like she's listening to the radio. I lose my mind. I'm screaming. I'm beating my chest. I might have flexed on Roman. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, I blacked out for a second. He starts... He lost... I'm not going to go into the details, but he had a rough time. Okay. It's like, Roman, eat a Snickers. You're not yourself right now. Then, And you literally did eat a Snickers with we, him. We did. Yeah. We had a, a victory Snickers and he felt better after that. But what made it worse for him is that, so he got initially upset because I got super excited and, you know, he's, anyways. And so, and then Goldine is like, what we won? So she comes in, she sees the replay and then she gets equally as excited as I was and it makes him upset again. So he got double trounced by, <laughs> by his mom and dad. My story wasn't as nearly as as interesting or entertaining as yours, but I was just sitting here in my office, okay. right, right here, right behind where, where we are right now. It's a good spot. And I'm watching the game and just like you, I hold my breath and kind of not feeling too too optimistic about it. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, that's a good look. To me, it felt like the ball was in the air forever, like oh, slow yeah. motion. 
and it goes in, and I just, I lost it too. I started yelling. Way out in the other room on the other end of the house, my wife and my daughter were FaceTiming my mom, and I go out there, and they're like, what is all the yelling about? And I had to explain to them that the Kings had just won this big game with a buzzer beater. Needless to say, we're excited, and we're not going to completely break down this game right now because that's going to come later this week. Yeah. Um, with the rest of the games, but but let's talk about it a little bit because man, what a game! What a game! How good has Buddy Heald played in the last two days? Uh, we need a, to give him credit because what you know a difference what? Two days. Makes. We've been very hard on him, so we need to give credit where credit is due. Buddy Heald has been fantastic the last two games. He's been efficient. You can tell that. Somebody talked, maybe he listened to episode nine of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, somebody must have talked to him, or maybe he just is self aware. Um, we do not win either one of those games without him. No, he, no made, way. he made some passes, uh, both in the Dallas game and tonight's game, that I've never seen him make before. Just the fact that he was looking for cutters. A couple big steals, uh, too. Defense. Yeah, yeah defense. Um, knowing when and when not to shoot shots, he's been very efficient. Uh, and as, as a result, he's been making more shots, I think, and, and the, his teammates are, are more involved, which is just good for everybody. Good job, buddy. Well done. And this game was back and forth pretty much the entire game. Yeah. And I just want to walk through the last like minute of the game, yeah. starting at... Well, actually, even less than that, at tw- you know, because there was the Barnes 3, then I was excited... And then I think I texted you. Yeah. And then immediately after that, Westbrook comes down and matches with a three of his own. And I just felt deflated. And I that was like, wasn't Aww. the best defense there. And he was hot. So it's like, you know, in the beginning of the game, you kind of let him shoot that because he only shoots 22% from three-point range. But when he starts making them, like, he can put together a nice game, you know, from anywhere. And so it's like, why weren't you guarding him there? Um, so that was frustrating because we felt like we just went up three and then up. It's tied. Right. Then fast forward to 22.7 seconds left when former Sacramento King Ben McLemore. This was ridiculous. Hits a three to put them up 116 to 113. The assist came from Russell Westbrook. And we were just like, are you kidding me? And of all people, Ben McLemore. And that felt like. I think I said, are you kidding me too? Yeah. That shot felt like a dagger to me at the time. Yeah. Um, You know, the game wasn't over. That for us, Ben. But then with 13 seconds left, Buddy does what he does best. He chucks up a three. He missed it. He did. Luckily, Bogdanovich had it. We got to give Bogey credit. That was a big rebound. Yeah, he came flying in out of nowhere. And he found Buddy again, who on the move with the defender there with 8.4 left, hits the three to tie the game at 116. Off balance, yeah. So then there we are, and then Russell Westbrook... Switches to the left hand on the dribble, blows by Buddy Heald. Actually ends up, if you watch that play, switching to the right on the finger roll. He was yeah. driving to the left, but he went to the right. And it seemed it could just be because he kind of glides mm-hmm. uh, and he just look, makes it look so effortless, but it felt way too easy. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's tough to stop in transition. Um, and, and maybe we thought that the ball was going to go to Harden. And so we, you know, but... To give the Rockets credit, they took advantage of the mismatch. Buddy Heald, probably the worst defender on the floor in that situation. So they said, right. hey, to go right at him. Westbrook had a, He was in there because he was a shooter. Game. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't know if I can fault Buddy for not being able to stay in front of Westbrook. It, yeah. And then, so one second left, 
we've got the timeout, and I hear Grant and Doug talking about, do we take out Rashawn Holmes and put in Bielitsa? And right. they were like, yes, we want as many shooters on the floor as possible. So let's give Luke Walton some credit, credit to, too. To Luke. Because if he hadn't have made that move, we probably don't win this game. No. Right? No. Yeah, so, so yeah, so then we had four good options for for Corey Joseph to pass into. Credit to Corey Joseph, he was patient. On he the bounced inbounds. back. He was terrible last night, but he was very good tonight. Yeah, he hit three three pointers. That's more three pointers than he's hit all season in a single game. Um, played great defense on Harden. Uh, he only fouled him like one or two times. Harden didn't get to the line as much as he normally does, and I thought we contained him very well. He only had twenty seven points, which is. That that's a win Nine when you're playing against his, him. No, yeah. it's eleven below his average. He averages thirty-eight points a game. Yeah, and he only had four rebounds. Part part of that is because Capella had seventeen and PJ Tucker had nineteen. I don't know how we give up nineteen rebounds to their small forward, but that's another story. Yeah. So, um, in, who cares? Yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, any other numbers to highlight from the Kings, real quick? I mean, we'll break it down more later this week or yeah. this weekend. Well, but. obviously, you know, Bielitsa had another great game last night against Dallas. He had thirty points. Man, probably the best game of his career. Can we just stop and acknowledge the fact that the Kings just won back to back on the road against Dallas and Houston? Yeah, I, I mean, I was. Thinking earlier, I was like, is, is this the best two-game stretch I've seen from them how in much like of an, 10, 15 years? Yeah, how much of an emotional roller coaster is this team coming off of the, the big Denver win, then losing at home against Chicago, losing to Portland, losing to San Antonio, and then coming back with two huge wins on back-to-back days. Nobody saw this coming. Against Dallas and Houston. Yeah. I mean, we we mentioned briefly you know, last episode that we thought that maybe we could get the Dallas game because Dallas is coming off back-to-back. Um and nobody picked us to beat Houston. We are 12 and a half point underdogs on our second half of a back to back. We had previously lost 10 games in a row to Houston and they weren't even close. Like they just own us. And we come out and we put up a performance like this and end up on top going home versus the Thunder on Wednesday. What more could you ask for? Merry Christmas. Yeah, that was that was phenomenal. And that Dallas game, now we had mentioned Luca being a key. He was not quite himself. He was kind of in his own head. Now, I think that we maybe got away with a few fouls, but yeah. he kind of showed his age a little bit there with the technical. He you forget he he's was, 20, yeah. Yeah, he's so young. Um, he still had 27.7 rebounds and 8 assists. That's an off game for this kid, so he's still phenomenal. Yeah. But um, Tim Hardaway was shooting the lights out. He scored 29, 10 of 13 from the field, 9 of 12 from deep. I mean, so he was on fire against us and that's part of the reason why they were able to close the gap we had such a large yeah we were up by 24 at one point and then it got super nerve-wracking but um but buddy and bielitsa combined for 56 points yeah and and he uh, he went on the road you know against a quality opponent you'll you'll take it and get out of there so man yeah anything else to anything else to say i mean we're in the standings right now yes so the kings are currently the nine seed but they are one game back of Phoenix and Oklahoma City, who mm-hmm. are tied, and they are the currently the seven and eight seeds. And guess who we play on Wednesday? Oklahoma City. Okay. And you'll see, be there. I'm going to be there. Oh, man. Imagine how pumped the crowd's going to be after these two wins. So it's crazy to think that after everything that's happened with um, Bogdanovich has been kind of banged up lately, Fox has been out, Bagley's been out, and if the Kings win on Wednesday, they're essentially in position you know, obviously a long way to go, long with, way to go, yeah. but they would be in a position to make a playoff spot. With Bagley back moving forward as well. Right. He should be back Wednesday, th- yeah. they're saying. 
That would be perfect timing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let's go, man. Ooh. All right. Well, I don't really have much energy left. I'm kind of, kind of spent. Uh, we, but we I'm gotta just. We got to go to bed. We got to get to work tomorrow. Yeah. But. I got to wake up at five thirty tomorrow. But uh, I'm just super, super excited. We had to, we had to do this. So. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it this time. But we will be back this weekend to break down the rest of the games. But go Kings. Go Kings. You, you back on the wagon, Matt? You, you you feeling it now? I never left. I was I was kind of. Uh, I, I guess I was I had a foot off of it, but I, I was never all the way off. I feel like you set me up in buzzer beater last time, where you got me to say that the Kings aren't going to make the playoffs, and now they have a shot to. So now but is they it, are the Kings going to win an NBA championship? <laughs> I was like too far ahead of ourselves, but yes, that maybe they will. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for this time. Uh, until this weekend, I'm Matt. He's Matt. This is the Sack Lunch Podcast. Later. <laughs>